up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the PG Sports Podcast. Today, our special guest is the champion, Jamel Herring. About to send it to him right now. Get him in this live. It's about to be lit. Now I got the sound effects. Check. Go. What's up? How's it going? What's up, bro? Oh, you shaved. I know. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing it. Gotta, Gotta shave every now and then now. You there? Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The quarantine life. Got to shave every, every now and then. Now. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I'm just going. Uh, I'm not. I'm not shaving. All right, I see, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. I was just like. I was just trying to pull up like uh, sound effects. I was like, yeah, where do I find these? Because I was like, I just want to start like you know. Some <laughs> 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 playing some shit. <clears throat> so what's new? And nothing new, bro. You know, just just staying busy. You know, um, interacting with everybody, of course. Just keeping everybody updated. Also yeah. checking on checking on people, see how they're doing. But yeah, man, it's crazy, man. It's crazy out here, man. You you sick of doing live interviews? I've seen you do it a lot. I was just like, ah, you know, I mean, the, the live interview, the live interviews is actually keeping me, you know, keeping me occupied and busy. Yeah. You know what I mean, so if I could just speak, just like for me, just like having a conversation with a, with a, with a you know with a good friend, so just catching up with everybody and. You know, stay in tune with the world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been going live like every day, but I think next week I'm going to take a little break because I've been going yeah, yeah, being had too many. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, I, I was checking like I was on a roll the last two weeks. I'm like, yeah, I feel maybe I'll take a day or day or two off for, for a while, coming soon. Yeah, definitely. How have you been uh, like staying in shape during this? Oh, you know, I get out here. Like today's a nice day, so I'll probably go out for a run. You know what I mean? Just cardio work. Just keep the weight down, keep you know, keep the heart rate up, things like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you got the Yankees hat on. Obviously baseball's oh, yeah. not happening, but right. Yeah, right, right, exactly, man. It's everything hard. everything's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I just saw they're trying to plan something out for like June or <clears throat> June or July and have a hundred game season. I mean that's that's better than what the NBA's going through at least, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I think the NBA just even like if everything comes back, they just gotta have the playoffs. Yeah, that's what they should do. Just go straight to the playoffs, man. Just hey, make the most of it. Like the can ah, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna suck if there's like no champion. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of champions, uh, how is it? Because I mean, obviously, me and you talk, uh, like personally, but how has your life changed since you won the belt? Um, for the most part, I, I just gained. Um, I've, I've gained more more respect throughout the boxing world, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, in terms you know, in terms of me as a person, it's still still the same, still the same guy. But um, you know, definitely um, a lot, a lot. I think I think I think a lot is placed on my shoulders, though. You know, now everybody wants to see how far you can take it as a champion, things like that. But um, for the most part, um, for me, me being who I am, you know, that hadn't changed. But I just say, like I said, I got more. Um, responsibility now as a champion, especially when you got more eyes on you. You got to conduct yourself in a certain manner. But um, yeah, things been good though. Can't I can't complain, bro? You think uh, more people are calling you out now? Um, the crazy part is like the people I wish they would call me out aren't calling me out. Like you know, like like the other world champions. But of course, you're going. You know, when you when you, when you are a champion, you'll have a target on your back. Of course, and you have individuals that call you out. But like. It hasn't been like nothing that's been really um intriguing in my opinion. Yeah. What about? But what is it? What does it feel like to be a world champion? Like obviously that's everyone's goal when they start boxing. 
Right. Um, um, and, and you finally did it. It's a dream come true, bro. Like I said, man, especially in the, in the boxing world, it's, it's hard to get you know to climb the mountain and climb to the top. You personally know I have my, I have I've had my ups and downs, but like I said, when when once you get there and you look back on how you know how you got there, it's like everything it, it was all worth it, you know. So it was like yeah. nothing, nothing, you know, went to went to waste. You know, I didn't waste. I didn't, you know, didn't. I don't have any regrets. I didn't waste any time, in my opinion. But yeah, definitely feels feels great. Yeah, then you um you picked up the belt like personally in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much. Um, I thought I won the fight. That was basically his, you know, his. Um, yeah, yeah. The key. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's talk about that because people that right. aren't, like people don't know. Don't people get, don't. Yeah, they don't. Don't get like I remember. Uh, one of the anchors on ESPN. He just didn't. He just didn't realize it. Yeah. And. Uh, he was like, oh, that was dope. Like, Jamel gave him the belt back. But you're like, no, like, that's actually his belt. Like, I get a fresh brand new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much that, that's, that's his belt. Um, like, yeah. you know, you, you see, if you look at them closely now, yeah. every champion usually has their name imprinted in the belt or whatever. Um, especially how they had to do with, like, now with, like, the WWE and everything like that. When they got their name or logo or whatever imprinted in the belt. But, um, yeah, like, once you, um... Once you basically lose your title or you um move up a weight class and you forfeit your title or whatever, that title you have and on hand, it basically becomes a tro- comes a trophy, as you may say, you know, yeah. it's a trophy now. And um then the new champion, he gets their they get, you know, he or she, they get a, um their own custom belt made for them, you know, to keep and um, you know, to represent from from there on. But yeah, for the most today's world, um champions whenever they they Titles change hands. They keep that old title that has their, you know, their name and the date they want it on, and encrypted it in and everything like that. And then um, the sanctioned bodies they make a new title. They, they, they um, a brand new title for, you know, the, the new champion. Yeah, where where do you keep the belt? Uh, I keep my my living room in the case, man. I, I don't even have it on display. Mine still in the stays in the case. Like it's it's so crazy. Like when I first got it, I was always, you know I, I was always looking at it, but now it was like. It's just there. Like I just now, I want like more of the other titles. But you know, as time goes along, I probably create a whole trophy case. You know, you know, stack all my belts at. But right now, it just stays in the case, so no one doesn't mess with it. What about have you have you had any like crazy fans pull up on you? Be like, oh my god, Jamel, what's up? Um, I mean, I, I mean, like you know, when I go to the fight, I go everywhere. So I, you know, when, yeah. I, well, when I was going everywhere, um. I go to the fights, you know, of course, you know, people come up to you, want to talk, you know, take pictures. You know me, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. You know, I look at it, it's all, it's all love, you know. Um, if people take time to admire you, you can at least give two minutes of your time to, you know, take a picture or, you know, say hello and, you know, just have a conversation, a small conversation with, with people. But, um, yeah, people people definitely come up to me that more more than often now. But it's, it's all it's, it's a good, it's, it's all good. Has anyone ever just like say you're like at a at like a public place and just like stare at you because they they think you know who you are but they don't they yeah don't know yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah until like <laughs> and then it like hits them like, like especially when I like when I like walking by and then it hits them oh that's your belt and then like like hey what's, what's going on and you know we'll, we'll probably stop and talk for a while but yeah definitely you know, people do um at times just like stare until until it hits them like I think that's what's his name but I'm not sure oh that is that is him yeah. yeah 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 man it's bugged out but. It's all good. Yeah. What about um? How do you um? A little different. I don't. I don't know if anyone ever asked you this, but how do you, how do you like pick out your designs for your trunks? Like how do you pick yeah. up the, pick out the color schemes and stuff? It's crazy. I, I probably you know it's funny. Like I just 
come off the top of my head, like, I, like I know for like my first world title fight, that was already planned because I was now I was told myself I was going to do was going to come out with my um my hometown colors, which is um purple and gold. Okay. Because I used to play um football, um pee wee football when I was like ten years old. So my, like the first first sport I played was football at ten years old. And the team, their colors were. I'll play. I got some. I got some new, new sound effects. Yo, what's up? What's going on? Yo, we're having an intermission since Jamel's just chilling in his car. So we got Sonny Kanto in his car. What's up? How's it going? Headed to train in Philly right now. Get a little workout in. I woke up a little late. I was playing that Call of Duty. There you go. But yeah. You going? You going to? You going to a secret gym? I got my own gym. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I got the. You know, it's everything going on with the coronavirus and everything. It's just me in there. So. But yeah. yeah. Why don't you get uh, Jamel back in here? Yeah. This time. All right, got you. I'll have you. I'm gonna DM you. I'll have you on. Sure. Thanks. All right, let's see. We'll go back. Oh man! So, <laughs> there we go. The Jamel show. The Jamel Herring show. Yeah, back. My bad. My bad. No, it's all good. So yeah, it was, it was what we were talking about. Uh, your color schemes for your trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but like I said, most part, um, I try to keep something that probably close to my Marine Corps colors. Mm-hmm. But for sometimes, every every now and then, I probably throw something out there off, off top. Like, um, I think even for the Frampton fight, I was I was planning on wearing white and gold, but you know, I don't know. Like, I, I had to change it up now because I don't know when when we'll get back in the ring. But yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last fight that was crazy coming out in the what, what's it Humvee. Yeah, the Humvee. Yeah, that wasn't my idea. Like, I had nothing. Like, I knew nothing about that until, like, a few days before, to be honest with you, bro. Because um, my guy, Rick, um, yeah. Rick out there, um, Fresno, he was like, oh, bro, I got a surprise. Like, that's yeah, actually him, man. So I'm like, okay, whatever, man. He's like, he actually wanted to come in. Um, He wanted to come in in a helicopter. That's the crazy part. Yeah, he went, like, I do, like, he wanted to come in in a helicopter on like on on Central Field, and then we just we would just go from there. Like, but uh, I think he couldn't get it approved in time because <laughs> like yeah. I said, everything like the week of, and it was like, all right, we'll just do this. We'll, we'll just bring out a Humvee and we'll line up all the troops and yada yada yada. That's and that's how that came apart. What's I going mean, on? That, that was definitely one of those. Uh, I think it's going to be in like you know like the top ten entrances. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. And then like. He wants to do something like he, they want. They want me to come back to Fresno, but he wants to do something different. Something like I don't know, like how can you top that? But I mean, if you get the helicopter, oh yeah, man. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you gotta get. The, yeah, you gotta get the helicopter. <laughs> how about you get the helicopter? You jump out of a parachute, man. But like, well, no, <laughs> I never the fight, bro. <laughs> oh man, yeah, because so yeah, so that's crazy. Because it was like you, like you said, it was kind of it was sort of unplanned. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. How? So, how? Who'd you have to get that approved by? Like the top rank have to approve it. I think top rank. He had to get that. He had to get like the fireworks approved by the city and like like every like yeah man. I don't like. I don't even want to wrap my head around it because it seems like it's just too much. So I was just like, hey, good job. Yeah. 
Hey, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, exactly, man. But I'm not even, I, can, I don't even want to even think about even getting into detail because it, like, it was just too much. Yeah. Um, what, else, what else have you been doing? Like, what have you been doing that you didn't get the chance to do, like, since you were training all the time? Since I was training all the time? Um, shoot, I've just been doing a lot of, of course, you know, the work in the house and actually been catching up more like i've like i haven't played like games and things like that in like months because i'm always on the run I'm, all, I'm always busy especially in camp i don't have time for it but like since now man just a lot of ps4 bro <laughs> you're, you're you're a teacher now too right oh yeah, yeah homeschool <laughs> yeah, i think i think every teacher right now bro Shout out, shout out, like um, shout out to the parents out there. You know, keeping the stress level down and to handle their business. Yes, yeah, school's almost over though, right? Um, yes, yeah, out in Cincinnati. I don't think school ends in like May. Like yeah, this month, sometime this month, matter of fact. Yeah, it's crazy that kind of even though, I mean, we were inside for the last month. I feel like it kind of went by pretty fast. I mean, but some of these kids feel like it's um, vacation. <laughs> some vacation started early. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. Yeah. What a, um I know the Frampton fight um is possibly happening. Obviously we don't know yet. But is that uh like regardless if like say everything clears up, is that the fight that's like definitely gonna happen? Yeah, um it's crazy because you know, watching the news, no fights mm -hmm. happening. Well no international fights because you know the borders and they're closed, so mm -hmm. that's the really only issue. You know, the issue not just not just, you know, about not having fans and people in attendance. The real issue with that fight is, you know, when would the um, government open up the border again for people to fly in, you know, from yeah. like the UK and Europe, you know, things like that. So that's the real, that's the real thing that the people were talking about now. But um, it's still a fight that's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of when and and where. Yeah. Yeah, I seen I seen it go back and forth. First it was overseas, then it's in New York, then it's overseas. This is about it, bro. That's not even, that's not even me. That's like, like first I went in, yeah, yeah, went in over there where, you, where he's from. Then he come back and said, well, I would love to fight in the garden. I'm like, yo, like you could have been just. I was like, man, no, I, I'm gonna put out. Yeah, you want you guys go fight on an island? Pretty much, man. Fight Dana White. Um, he made he built the island. Yeah. So, Right, that was kind of smart. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I said it yesterday too, but I think uh, if that really happens, then that's gonna tell like make everything else happen for boxing and MMA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's come on, man. You know, but see, I think it's gonna happen. I mean, not even just boxing, but just sports in particular. Period. Yeah. Once somebody lays out, you know, the, um, the plan, the blueprint, other, 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 um, of course, organizations and sports is gonna start picking up on it and trying to um you know implement the same thing because like i said at the end of the day you and i both know man it comes down to business and like a lot of these um you know especially with these networks they want they need content they need content so that, that's the mm -hmm. that's the thing i've been hearing around you know from people that i personally know is that um like you know espn they, they want content so they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they can um crowds or crowds with no crowds just get you know content back on tv so definitely the big talk that's been going around as of late yeah, we need the Jamel Heron show. Oh yeah, man, we we've been trying to get plus. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna keep pushing that. Well, I, actually, it's crazy. I was actually supposed to be doing something with uh, Christina Pasha mm -hmm. um, about that. You know, it was and it actually it was actually her idea. She actually wanted to bring me on board for something. Mm -hmm. uh, we um like I said, we we actually did a pilot. It's funny. We actually did a pilot the weekend of the um 
the Fury Wilder rematch. We actually did a pilot in Vegas, and you know they loved it. And then then we get hit with this. <laughs> we got hit with the. We got hit with the is that so? Is that something that you always like doing? Like I know you, you like enjoy like entertaining like outside the room. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I mean especially like I look at it like this is um it's fun you know just to interact with people and you know, sit down with good people and just just have a conversation like you know such as you and I bro like you know just we're just having like to me like with you and I we just having like a regular conversation. It's not like it's like a forced thing or it feels like an interview. You know what I mean? Like so that's the thing about with me like when I sit down and talk, I want to feel like it's natural. You know what I mean? So. If I was, you know, you can do something like that and, and do it as a hobby or a second career, that's definitely something I look look into. Um, people all of a sudden, I need to start doing commentating, you know, some commentating and things like that. But those things that I'm definitely looking into. But right now, I'm just um, focusing on getting back to the normal things of life and getting back to my own personal career in boxing. Yeah, sure. I know. I see Bo Mac doing double duty with the commentating that he's in the corner. How does he do that? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, he actually enjoys it because he says he says it, it gives him an opportunity to actually scout whether yeah. it's potential talent that um they may want to sign on board or, or talent that we may have to face down the road. So he gets the first he gets the chance to look at them up close. You know the first you know first you want to look up to them close. So that's just um Bo Bo just likes doing it and he likes to share his knowledge of the sport. So he enjoys it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Junior asked, "Who's your boxing inspiration?" Um. Oh man, it's too many, man. So you can go back from like, you know, the Joe Lewis's, the Ali's, the De La Hoyas, the, the the Whitakers, the Morales. You know, there's just a lot of there's a lot of greats that I actually looked up to coming up. Um, I can't just decide on one. Like me, I just um, I just you know, just just pay my respects to everyone, and I, I don't. I don't have a preference, you know. If if you was a um, if you did amazing things in the ring, you know, I definitely give you your respect, and I, you know, but yeah, there's just too many. Bro. Yeah, who who's the best ping pong player at the Terrence Crawford house? But, but, bro, but uh, that dude's competitive, man. I, you see, you ever know us? I never played ping pong with him. Yeah, I know. I never. Yeah, I never seen you. Never I've seen everyone else play. No, he, he plays ping pong. He does darts. You know. Yeah, you guys need a real world show. Man, I'm telling him, and then he's like, he has, to go, he has a ranch, he has a ranch now where he goes out just to shoot shit up and like, like I don't know, man, like I don't, like Bud does, Bud's competitive at everything, bro. When I had Shakur on last year, he said that he was he was being everybody in video games. I can believe it, and then like, because um, I think Shakur is the reason why Bud now is so heavy on like Call of Duty himself because yeah. for the longest I, I've rarely seen Bud play video games, but since Mike when he gets challenged, oh yeah. yeah. Now he wants. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Bud wants to do everything. Like I think, Bud, if you if you challenge Bud to a game of double dutch, I think he'll try to take that up. Very. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you hear me before? I said you guys should have like a real world type show. I mean, oh. Julie, you know, my, my um PR rep, she actually wanted to um she actually wanted us to start our um basically start our, our own series, like an internet series, or whatever, for like one yeah. week. And well, she probably will because, like, we always like there's a lot of stuff that you know like, that you catch, but it's, it's, it's crazy more stuff that um that people don't get to see, man. Like, people think so because most of our people think when Bud, because of why how his demeanor is and when he fights that he's always serious. But no, man, Bud is actually like a big kid. So like when you know him, all he wants to do is have fun and, and play games, and of course, like I said, challenge you to things. But Bud is probably one of the coolest people I know today. 
Yeah, every time I watch you guys, it just reminds me of like college and just like living with all my friends and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, 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 especially when we're in camp, like one big ass frat house. <laughs> one big ass frat house, man. Hey, look, I want to show. I want to show the people what I was talking about before. With that. Shout out to Fresno. What about were you, were you nervous up there? Nah, man, cause like stand. You know me, I've been on friend all. Been on, um, my man Drock. He said, "Um, Harry versus Valdez." You know, it's crazy. Um, you know, Valdez is my number one contender, and I try to get that fight, and I try to get I actually try to get that fight before the practice fight because I knew Valdez was moving up, and I know he's he's gonna be the guaranteed mandatory. But you know, he decided to go another way, which was for tell fight. But you know, if things happen in the down the road, you know, we can always come back to that fight. But you know, I, I would definitely take that fight and um yeah of course i, I plan on moving to the, um, the 135 i mean no time soon of course because i said there's a lot of good fights at 130 but um there will be a time where i do plan on moving back up to 135 and we'll just see from there yeah, five, the, the, the was, he fought one fight at 130 right, right now right oh um yeah he fought the one and when the same night that frampton fought out now in vegas oh right? yeah that was the one where the person pulled out right yeah 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 yeah, yeah for sure um, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, what about what's something like people that don't know about you? Um, that I could actually be a computer geek. Like I swear, literally, I think I I, I would look up I would look up technology before I look up before I look up shoes and, and clothing and things like that. That's just me, bro. Like I, I'm more into technology. Like you know, yeah, Valdez did almost get stopped, but he fought he fought out. But yeah, that's something about me, bro. I'm, I'm more into tech. I'm not. I'm not too big on like you know um, clothing and things like that. Yeah. What do you, what What have you been doing like on your computer or anything? Um. Like what do you like messing around with? Like do you just, like trying to make make stuff? Software to try to get around things, man. Like that's just me, man. <laughs> I, I take shortcuts on everything. If I got and if, if something out there that I, I can I can you know do it with, you know that's just me, but. You know, I think I, I think I've been doing like a lot of um, more, trying to like learn more with like editing, you know, video and things like that. Like I said, man, maybe a time where I, I just start my own internet thing yeah. myself from you know from from the MacBook. But yeah, man, that's that's just me. Yeah, so you just got on TikTok recently too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, think, bro, you gotta be busy, man. Bro. I'll go crazy. No, because you know me, bro. Like I'm always, I'm always moving around. I'm always on the go. So I was like. Okay, now I'm stuck in one spot. I got I gotta do different things to, to get the hours on the clock. You know, you gonna, gonna do any of the TikTok dances with your kids? Man, they trying to, but uh, but I, I <laughs> want to on, bro. <laughs> oh man, what about uh, yeah, your kid going to your kids too? Do you want them to play any sports? Are they playing any sports? I mean, for the most part, like my my daughters, like they um one one is doing cheerleading, one was doing track. I mean, for, I just want them to do anything that keeps them busy instead of just sitting in the house all day. Because you know, you see a lot of kids today, they just sit on iPads and their phones all day. But like for me, for even my sons, like, they, they play like soccer and things like that. But as long as they're just staying busy and getting into something, they have to be boxing. Like I'm, I'm always gonna support it. Yeah. Does uh do any of them on a box? Um, my it's crazy. My junior does. Yeah, he, he, he like he's the only one. So I, like he wants me to send him some gear, which I will. But um, his mother is definitely hesitant <laughs> on, on letting him box. What? Yeah, when did you? Oh yeah, you started late, anyways. Right? Yeah, you started in high school. 
16 years old. 16? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I had, like I said, I had to take all the, the, um, the layoffs because, you know, the military yeah. first, so you got to take breaks in between and you got to, you know, focus that come, you know, train and do that. So it's hard to do boxing. But, you know, I had to basically uh, become a fast learner when I was able to um, compete in the amateurs and things like that. Hey, yeah. Angie and, and um, yeah, Andrea, she was with me. She was actually with me in the, um, for the Olympics. She was our, she was our translator because she um, went down to um, Brazil, um, down in um, Rio de Janeiro. And that's where, that's where I met her at and we just stayed connected. But yeah, she was down there when I was um, qualifying for, for the Olympics out in Rio de Janeiro, which is crazy, man. People see a different, people see a, a whole different outing on the internet or on TV, but man, it's rough out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, speaking of the Olympics too, um, what are your what are your thoughts about the Olympics getting postponed? Um, and like, you think like the other thing I've been thinking about is it, so are they still going to have like the next one on twenty twenty four? Are they going to change it? But I guess they probably won't. Um, no, nah, they, they just everyone right now is waiting to twenty twenty one. So I mean, I feel for the the kids, of course, that they work, but happy to see that a lot of them are still deciding, you know, just to stick it out for the year and. You know, wait for the um the next summer to summer well next summer to come around, but definitely, man. Um, I feel for that because, like I said, I I don't think I could I could have done it, you know. But like I said, it, um safety becomes first. Safety before anything, so health, you know, health comes first. It's crazy. I just lost my 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 one of my close friends. Her mother just passed away yesterday from um you know the virus. So. Damn. But yeah, man. So yeah, man. Like, so it's stuff is serious out here, bro. Yeah, uh, gotta take care. Got people gotta just take care of themselves. Yeah, out here. Simplify. Hey, what about? Oh, how's your how's your family in New York? Because I know New York's like the worst. Yeah, that's that's, that's what my um that's what my friend and she lost her mother. Oh, yeah. So yeah, New York is definitely like a war zone out there, man. Um, shout out to all the essential workers out out there and the healthcare providers. That's you know that's doing overtime maximum, but. Yeah, for the most part, like I said my family they, they they've been they've been good and well for the most part. But I'm not I, I know a couple of friends all the top of my head personally that's already um contracted the virus out there. Man. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, someone asked, do you think boxing is going downhill compared to before? Um, it all depends. I mean, I think the only it not including the whole ep epidemic thing, whatever. But I think, like, the only issue with boxing today is because <clears throat> everybody wants to be a businessman now, and it's like it hampers from having good fights that we all want to see. Like, we, people don't, people are tired of, like, the bickering people seeing fighters that they want to see fight back and forth on social media. You know, people want to see the fights happen now. Like, of course, everyone's looking for, you know, the Errol Spence and um, Bud Crawford fight and, um, before the before, before the for the Fury fight in Wilder, people wanted to see the Joshua and Wilder fight before they both you know suffered the defeat. So I think that's the that's the real issue with boxing, man. Is that it's too much um, going on behind the scenes, but um, you know a lot of good fights aren't aren't being made because everybody wants to be the businessman and argue what they deserve and this and, that and the third. Speaking of businessman, I know you're a businessman yourself now. And uh, obviously, you're uh, an older champion, I'd say. But oh, me? Um, yeah, but I'm saying, oh, like, what uh, what made you want to get into 
starting to think about like life after boxing? Um, of course, man. Because like I said, you can't box forever, man. Like, um, the and, and that boxing window is very small. You know, you gotta get in there while you can. But for the most part, for me, what I was doing and what I'm doing now is I'm actually planning ahead, not when okay, I'm done boxing. What can I do next? No, I'm actually planning ahead now. So I'm actually trying to um. Well, I am imagine fighters, especially young fighters, you know, I'm mainly focused on talent. Those fighters that I feel are special get their foot in the door. What's going on, Gun? Okay, you froze. I got you now. Um, what else was I about to say? Um, oh yeah, what what have you learned from like the beginning of your career, like on the on the business side? What have you learned from like your first fight to like now? Man, first fight to now, I learned this business is cutthroat. Yeah. It's cutthroat business, man. Like I mean, it's ruthless out here in boxing, man. Like like I said, and and, I, and I, that that actually is a problem why we have a lot of issues with um like certain fights being made. Because everyone, it's like everyone has their own thing, and like a lot of these um big promoters, they can't get on the same page or whatever. But for the most part, I, I just try, I try to stay in my own lane and just focus on what what you know what I am in control of. But yeah, man, like it, it's rough out here, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think almost every, I think almost every fight that uh, you put out on Twitter pretty much happened for you. Yeah, yeah. Besides Burchell, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's this fight that possibly could potentially happen, but I think he'll probably go up soon because you know Pachel is a big dude, yeah. even at the weight as well. And um, I know, I know, I know he's had he's had the issues with the weight, but um, we'll see, man. Like I said, right now, focus on the Frampton fight and go from there. That's what I meant to ask you. I saw you did the interview with Frampton. How how did how did that come about? And like, how did was that like weird? That, since that was that was that's different. <laughs> you know me, bro. If I, could, if I could sit down and talk to you one on one, we fight. We can sit down and talk. But um, it actually, we actually was it was a good conversation. It was it wasn't ugly as you seen. You know, it wasn't it was no animosity because um, me, I don't look, I don't take things personally. Um, even though, like I said, for the most part, if you look, his team has been doing the most talking in in, in the media. But I just sit back and observe things and go from there. But when I because when I see people talking as much and trying to look for loopholes and figure out, you know, some, oh, he, he can't do this. I feel like, you know, they're just nervous at, at times and they're just looking for a reason to build themselves up. Because, like, to me, I, I haven't said anything, you know, negative about them, but because I know, I, I, and I and I see things, you know, I, I see things with that, that he can and can't do. So, like, I already, I already have the game plan in my head. My team is already, you know, we already have a game plan on how we're going to post a fight, but we're not going to go out there in the media and tell you, well, he can't do this well. I'm like, no, I'm not going to sit because then you're going to work on it in camp. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep it all to myself. But um, yeah, but for the most part, Carl's, Carl's not a bad dude. He's a good dude. He, he has, like I said, he's a gentleman. He has a, he's a family man. So it was, ever, it was a respectful conversation. But you know, bro, like once we get in there, you know, we got to put our, you know, differences to the side and, and go to work. Would you, so I know you're a nice guy. Would you ever fight somebody, you beat them, and then go, would you go out with them? Whatever, uh, <laughs> if, 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 if we fight in New York, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we, we can go fight and, um, a New York slice at the man. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, but 
the real question is, will, will it, if there ever be a time where I probably won't shake anybody's hand, I think I think I almost had that moment last year, man. <laughs> like with um, the answer situation, situation, but you know, me, I brought up at the words, and because I'm, I'm in, I'm in, like I said, I'm in a whole different level now. So it's like I don't have to, um, you know, stoop down or jump at a character to prove anything. Yeah. What way? What way do I think is the most chaotic? I would say. Yeah, the world and one fifty four division, one fifty four division, because um, I don't know what's going on. Like, there's a lot of good fighters in the, at the junior middleweight, but they're not making any moves. When you gonna knock? I can't, I can't, I can't leak that either because then he's gonna look for the round and try to play very defensive. But yeah, like I'm actually, I'm, I'm real hungry for that fight because um. When I see things, people do a lot of talking. I, I just sit back and just uh, let it just build up and let it motivate me. Like, I, I don't lash out like that, but I'm definitely looking forward to that fight. What about what, – what does a knockout feel like? Um, a, sign, a, sign of, a sign of relief because you, you don't get paid overtime. And, you know, once you get a knockout, you're still going to get paid the same. You're going to get paid for going 12 rounds. But you um, it basically – I look at it like this, like – it basically keeps you from, you know, potentially getting any damage further on in the fight. So the quicker you get it done, the quicker you get back to, you know, being being at home with the family and um, resting up. Well, I think what is it? I think 135 and 154 will be very interesting. After. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 35, um, once we get this thing back and roll, everybody's looking at the Lomachenko uh, Tiofimo fight, of course, so... That's gonna be that's gonna be good. Um, but yeah, one fifty four. We need to get a lot of um, a lot of good fighters up there. But a lot of them, as of late, haven't been, you know, signing on to fight each other. So that's that's what I wanted to see. But of course, we want to put the wealth division in there and the heavyweight division. That's a gimme. But I think fifty four, one fifty four is definitely um, uh, interesting division. But I want to see unification fights. At. Yeah, as a fan, I still want to see uh, Joshua Wilder. Yeah, of course. We all want to see that. <laughs> we all want to see that. I, I, I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen. Like I said, um, here with the vision, everyone at, at one percent at one point in time, it, it seems like everyone does come around to fight each other and head with the vision. Because like I said, head with the vision is like one of the divisions. You can take a loss, but it doesn't really affect you. As long as you're going out there the next fight and knock somebody out, you know, knocking people out, people are gonna still tune in. But definitely wanna see um that fight between the, the two potentially biggest punches in the in the division. Would you want to see Fury Wilder third? I don't know, man. I think I've seen enough in the first two fights, man. Like, yeah. I, in my opinion, I thought Fury won the first fight, even with the whole knockdown. I thought he, I thought he exited because he was basically winning most of the rounds by just boxing. He did, and he got he, and out of those twelve rounds, he got knocked down twice. But um, I still thought he did enough to um to win that fight. But then the second fight, man, he left. You know, he surprised me. I thought he was going to just go box to a decision, but. Man, he, he he surprised all of us. And yeah, bro, the, the champion of the four division, they definitely changed a lot. Because one minute, this guy's on top, then he gets knocked off, and somebody's like, it's crazy. So it's like a lot of, it's like definitely chaotic at 154, man. What about if you if you actually do do this uh, Jamel Herring show or whatever, what, what would you, who would you want to interview like a non, non-boxer, Ross? Non-boxer, um, I'd probably say Russell Westbrook. Russell right. is an interesting, you know what I mean? But 
Yeah, definitely. Um, that's, and that's the crazy thing about it. Um, me and Christina, we, we actually talked about that. We wasn't going to just like focus on just boxing. We wanted to, um, you know, speak, speak with just athletes in general. So that's definitely something that we um talked, spoken about. But yeah, definitely Russell, man, because Russell is is, 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 a, is an interesting dude, man. <laughs> what, what would you want to know about him that you don't know? I need to know where he gets his sense of fashion from, man. That's why I want to. That's if you want to talk to me about me about um, ring time, we gotta talk about Russell. Like, where did he like, you know, um, post press conferences? Like, how did where where, where did they come from, man? But you know, him, him and of course Cam. Cam is the name, the number one. But um, definitely talk about Russell and his um, you know, just fashion and just especially you know his leadership because. You know, at one point in time, the, the Thunder had a strong unit, and then you know, everyone started parting ways, and they became you know stars on other teams. And everything, but he st- he stuck to with the franchise. But definitely, um, Russell Westbrook. Would you let him design one of your trunks? No, nah, no. <laughs> I, I'll take some. I'll take some pointers, but I'm not gonna let him go. You know, 100 percent. Oh, the 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 go for it now. What's up, Sylvia? What about have you, have you? Have you been watching the Michael Jordan documentary? Yeah, yeah. What what'd you what's your take so far on it? Man, I, man, people today they won't let things go, bro. Like, like Isaiah Thomas. I, I love LeBron James and his game, but when you put Michael Jordan on, everybody has to compare what's going on today. Yeah. First target is LeBron James, and every, like yo. Everybody ever was different. Ever, every, every ever was different. You had, you know, the eighties and nineties when everybody was out there fist fighting on the court. And yeah, of course, we got the era now when people, you know, that's not accepted now. And but it's like, you know, basketball involves, but like every, you know, generation has it has their star. Like you know, you had the Wilt Chamberlain, you know, in this era. You had the Larry Birds and, and, and the Magic of this era. You had the, you know, so it's like I just respect everyone for what they do now. Like even with boxing, I don't always. I don't like to compare, oh, this fighter would, would beat this fighter if they fought back. I don't do all that because, like I said, we, we, at the end of the day, we wouldn't know. We don't know what would happen. But um, definitely respect Michael for his greatness, but also, like, you know, give credit to this, the, um, you know, the, the riding stars and stars that we have today so instead of just trying to knock them down and, and always compare them. Yeah. You're, I know you're a Yankees and Knicks fan, but who's your uh, favorite football team? Jets. Yeah, okay. <laughs> suffering. I'm, I'm suffering, man. You know, look, Yankees the only thing that we got going good for us, man. Like we're suffering. Like we the last we had a good Knicks squad was probably in the late nine mid to late nine nineties, early two thousand. Then after that, I don't know what's been going on with the franchise. The Jets I think the last time we got to the playoffs, you know, the playoffs was probably what, two thousand eleven and we had a good run and it's like every time we came across the Patriots. You can forget about it. I think, I think yeah. one year, Colts, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be. Then we got eliminated the next round. So I'm like, man, I, I can't. And then I got it. Then being a Jets fan, you got to hear, you know, trash talk yeah. from the Jets fans. So I was like, it's hard, man. I feel you. I'm a, I'm a Dolphins fan. So I feel you. Uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting this year. I mean, like, the, the biggest robbery in that, in that conference is. um. And the division is, is Dolphins and Jets. It's like it, it, it goes back and forth with the with the wins. I'm like, damn Dolphins, man. So, so that's why that, that's why I think it'll be it'll be interesting since obviously Tom Brady left. So now it's like, yeah, kind of open. It left it left a lot because you know, like Tom Brady was a huge factor in that you know in that 
in that division like that. So I'm like, after he left, I'm like, I want, I'm interested to see how, how it looks. But still, man, like the Jets, they don't always pick up the greatest picks either. Like y'all have like the opportunity to pick up great, you know, draft picks, and y'all go mm -hmm. do the total opposite for some reason. There's no, it's not taking anything from the, who they pick up, but it's like we all have seen it. Like they have opportunities to pick up great athletes, and they but they 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 pass on for something totally different. Yeah, do you think? You think Tom Brady? Uh, so I asked people this question before. Do you think Tom Brady would be considered the goat of goats of like all sports if he wins the Super Bowl this year, first year in Tampa, and the Super Bowl <laughs> in Tampa? Yeah, but you know you're gonna say, "Oh, the Patriots, the Chiefs." Look, like, right, like, <laughs> oh, nothing about that. I don't know. About, hey, we want, if we want to talk about Cheetahs, let's talk about Houston. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's a whole different topic. I know I got a lot of people from Houston that that I rock with, but but um, yeah, man, you gotta. And that's you know that's another argument. People always say, "Well, Tom Brady, well, you know, his kicker was the was the one who won the games." And we know how that goes, bro. But I think at the end of the day, it's leadership. So Tom Brady, man, he do he was doing hey, but it's the same time his squad was killing people left and right, left and right, man. So he must be doing something good as an individual. Yeah. Uh, so do you really think? Uh, Aero, I think if EJ, EJ Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be in Floyd in his prime. I don't Focus. know, EJ. I'm gonna talk to EJ when I speak to him on that one, man. Because like, but, but um, EJ, like I said, if he believed that, that's his belief. But you know, it's, it, everyone, everyone had a game plan for Floyd, and it just didn't go out as planned. But right now, EJ didn't defeat it. He's doing his thing. You know, he's definitely strong welterweight. I've been I sparred with EJ a few times in the past. Strong dude, but I never know. I mean, let, let, let's play back. You know, Floyd's in the gym or something. But no one's stepping up for a unification in the junior division after they went back there. It's likely to see a unification. Oh, but my boy JoJo, we spoke about that last week. Me and JoJo spoke about that on live. Um, JoJo basically said, and I agree with him, if the people want to see the fight, you know, we're brothers. We were Olympic teammates, of course. So yeah, JoJo, cool. I'm my little brother, but... Uh, people want to see the fight. We'll fight. You know, it's just the business of boxing. It's a sport. I mean, Kobe and LeBron were close friends, and they played, you know, they played the game together and still have respect for each other. So I could do that in boxing. You know what I mean? So um, if people want to see that fight between me and JoJo, we can do it. That wouldn't be weird, dude. Nah, nah. I, I think I think the buildup would, because I, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I won't be looking to, to trash nobody and things like yeah. that. This would be JoJo. Like, me and JoJo got a lot of chemistry, and we go way back. Yeah. But, um, you know, like I said, we've we seen fights before. We're, we're, we're friends for each other, so. Yeah, you know, like Sean like, Porter and uh, Keith Thurman. Oh, man, that was Sean Porter. <laughs> for anybody, man. <laughs> um, so I asked you a lot of questions. You got any questions for me? Man, what you got coming up next, bro? Because I see you, you always, you, I know you, bro. You always, Bills <laughs> is always churning, man. So I know you, you know, like I said, I, like I said, I love what you're doing with the podcast for sure, bro. Um, I keep that, keep that up. Because like I said, I get to actually view in not just with fighters, but I get to see other athletes from different sports and, you know, just learn what they go through. But definitely, yeah, bro, what you been? Cause I know you've been, you always got something cooking up, man. Yeah. So actually, I mean, during quarantine, which is kind of crazy, I, I even learned new things and did new things. Like now I'm just, like for my, for the average savage one, I started doing the video, like video, like Zooms interviews. Right. Uh, so now I'm like, 
and now I'm like doing these two. I'm like, yo, I, I can never go back to just like voice, like just on the phone. Nah, hey, hold oh, on. You miss me? Uh, I was saying like the army is better than the Marine Corps. Hey, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. It's true. <laughs> I have never, I have in boxing because I we we have an armed forces tournament. I have never lost to a soldier. Just saying that. So yeah, I, <laughs> you can go on YouTube. The, the fight's still on YouTube from like 2011, 2012. I bloodied up um, U.S. Army soldiers. So, but shout out to the Army, because I still got cause my my good my brother you know, Stephen Nelson, who I train with. He's an Army vet. We actually that's when we met. We competed against each other in, in um, armed forces. But um, I know I Army Army may have better things in terms of technology than the Marine Corps, but I don't know. Everybody can't be a Marine. Just saying. Steve Nelson, I see him doing everything. Oh yeah, yeah. He does everything. You wouldn't even think you wouldn't even think that um there's no hate. It's no hate. You wouldn't even think for Steve though that um he that he was a um an army vet because he doesn't really betray that like that, but he betrays everything else. Like Stephen probably right now is working on he's working on building a house. I guarantee it. He's probably out there building a house. Or, or painting a picture. I'm telling you, man, Steve. When I saw I saw him post um like when he was making his own trunks and I was just like, all right, this is pretty impressive. Like that's kind of hard to do. Like I don't like I was just like, geez. Since since you and your core stable mates, uh, you most likely won't fight each other in the future. I mean, people like say me and Shakur, people don't know like we actually we share the same gym. When we go to training camp in Colorado Springs, we share the same gym. We have the same nutritionist. So I don't know how that worked. Like she's trying to meet me, you know what I mean? So it, it just um that's why like you said, no, like you know, like Shakur, when he says more than one one thirty, you you never hear him mention, you know, fighting me because we we, we work with the same people. Like we're like we we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll spar together, we'll um we'll spar with Bud, you know, on the same day or whatever. So yeah, that's just like we had different trainers of course, but at the same time we, we have like the same circle and it's just that would just be like Awkward as hell. Like, that would be awkward, bro. Yeah. That would be awkward. That's why. That's why. There, that's why there's four belts. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's plenty, plenty of room to spread. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Back to what, what I was saying. I was saying. So now I've been doing the video interviews. So now it's like, and then I did like one that was just on the phone, and now it's just like weird to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like now I'm like, all right, the yeah. video interviews are way better. All love, bro. Simple fire to you too, man. As you know, like so all us armed forces cats, we gotta compete in somehow, but it's all love in the end of the day. But yeah, man, like I've been doing so much like video chatting that getting on the phone for an interview is like a told like yeah. a, it feels like old fashioned now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah. I mean that's that's why I think one positive out of this whole uh <laughs> pandemic is just like us using technology more. I did that last week though too with the um with the over for the UK. They had called me with the Frampton fight, and it was like they're doing it. Uh, it was on uh, I think BT Sports um, in the UK, and they made. I think I was gonna do like a, a video chat, and then they made me. Um, they made me. They made me get on the um, the phone. I'm like, what? Like, oh, and so I had to like listen and wait to be called in and things like that. But it, it was just weird. So how 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 is sparring with Crawford? Who who does he have? Who does he? Or who does he have special over there? Other with others, I don't understand that. Respond with Crawford. What does he have special over the uh, what does he do? This, I think, but uh, is smart and um, he knows how to adjust. So, like, people see him fight Southpaw a lot, but at times he knows when he needs to go back to um, his conventional stance and fight right handed. 
or you know he'll know he'll know if he has to botch you or if he can't if he if he knows you're, you're probably slightly a bit of botch he knows how to make the adjustments to um you know take you out of your comfort zone because when we seen fights where he guys are like um trying to outbox and then just he, he applies pressure or, or pressure or we seen fights where he started outboxing you know the, the more um aggressive fighter like when he fought felix diaz um you know he, he um basically boxed a, a beautiful game but um yeah sparring with him man sparring, i'm not gonna lie sparring with him to be hell bro because some days like I, i'll get the best of him and then like he'll remember that and like bud being competitive he'll remember that and then like two days later I'm in there going through hell, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I'm going through hell. I'm like, fuck. Like, like, bro, like he won't like he won't let me breathe because me, I'm the boxer. So of course, you know, I'm on the outside, but like there's times when he just wants to just fight. And so we just gotta fight. Like it's been there's been plenty of tight times when um like we will just could stay in the rank. Like like we supposed to have a certain amount of rounds we do, but there's been times when we we're so competitive, like we'll just stay in the ring and just keep going and going and going until like we get yelled at by Bo Mac, like, okay, get the hell out the ring, y'all, y'all done, y'all done. But um, yeah, man, for sure, Bud, Bud is definitely um definitely the Hey, boom, tell him, man. Hey, yeah, tell him, boom. You know, bro. He, cause he sees it. Like when, when, when we when we start sparring out there, man, it gets crazy. It gets crazy, but it never gets like personal or ugly. It just gets like real competitive in there, especially in Omaha, man. And, and like around this time, yeah, it, like, when it gets start to get hot out there. Yeah, that, that heat adds a whole different um, element to the sponsor. Someone asked, would you fight in Mexico? I'm assuming you would say yes. Hell yeah, <laughs> Chavez. Chavez, that's my boy. Um, Chavez was also a U.S. Marine and a U.S. Marine Corps um, boxer. So, yeah, uh, Chavez, like, over a decade ago. But, yeah, Chavez, why not? Hey, man. They say I'm going. You're fighting anywhere. <laughs> I got a passport for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, whenever whenever all this clears up, I told you already, you gotta come to Connecticut because we gotta get some Connecticut pizza, New yeah, Haven style pizza. I gotta tell you, bro. But I'm definitely, um, definitely, um, coming out. Still representing the PG brand, bro. I had my little, I had my Marine Corps PG Sports shirt on while doing a thing for the Garden yesterday yeah. on Zoom. I had to do a charity, you know, the charity event for um on Zoom. And I was like, let me get my, let me get one of my favorite shirts on the PG. I got, I got, I got to send you some new ones because I see those are, uh, they're Crazy. getting a little. I started pulling out one because you sent me so many, bro. I started pulling out ones that I haven't even wore yet. I'm like, and they just fresh my arms. Oh, oh, all right. I like all like the, all the, like, the little phrases you put on them. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling very competitive today. Put it in. <laughs> like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I respect what you do, man. Keep doing it, bro. Like I said, I love it, man. I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna represent the brand for sure, man. Because what you do, what you do is positive. What you do is very positive. And um, yeah, man. Bell Bass, or Madison Square Garden. Um, if it's me personally, of course, I'm gonna say Madison Square Garden because I'm from New York. But um, if we could do it in Belfast on a, on a, you know, football stadium. You know, we call it soccer stadiums there, but football stadium. Um, for twenty five thousand people, yeah, man, I'm there. Yeah, where you fought in MetLife? Oh yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yo, <laughs> Woo. How That'd be crazy. Doing when you win a yo, Met, yo, MetLife, and you come in a jet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's that. <laughs> how was your How was your match with Masiku when you won your title? Then Jap, yo, Japanese, not, not just the Japanese boxers are good, but the Japanese people, they um, they respect, they actually respect boxing a lot. Um, I've had um Japanese reporters I spoke to afterwards, 
And they gave, I still got, I got a magazine that gave me a box and I, I was actually featured in it, but it was in Japanese, so I can't read the damn thing. <laughs> I, as, as, I got it as a collectible. But um, Ido, Ido was, that was actually, um, he's a tough dude, man. Like, I know I hit him with some with some shots and like, cause he, he later um, told his coach, um, Rudy Hernandez, that he got hit with some like some crazy shots, but like Ido, he just kept coming. Like his, his determination made up of what you could say his lack in um, experience, cause he hasn't been boxing that long, but you know, for him to become a world champion and not have an amateur background, that's just amazing. But Ito was definitely um, a special, he's definitely a special fighter. Um, and I think with probably with more time as, as he grows, you know, he, he can become a champion again, but that was definitely um, a definitely good fight. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the whole, the whole story and then you just win the champ, like, it was crazy. Yeah. Just me meant to be. Oh yeah, yeah, man. It was just, it was just my time, man. It was it was actually funny because one of my one of my friends uh, he didn't tell me, and then like after you won, he showed me that he he bet on your fight. He bet for you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. It was funny because he was like, "Yo," he was like, "Yo," I didn't know anything about Jamel Herring, but I just knew he he wore your gear, and I I was picking him. Hey, <laughs> I was like, "All right." <laughs> What's up when you speak to him? Top three <laughs> fighters right now. Um, top three: Lomachenko, Canelo, um, and Bud. Any order you want to put them at, but um, definitely, definitely big on big on Canelo, man. Um, Canelo's definitely um a special talent. Of course, we already know Lomachenko's capabilities, and like I said, you've got in the, in the top three, you're also gonna have to throw in Bud in there somewhere as well. So even and then we get him at number one, two, or three. But those three are the top right now. Yeah, I mean, Canelo keeps on impressing me, to be honest, because I'm like, all right. Yeah. He keeps on moving up and moving up and moving. I'm like, all right. Knocked out Kovalov? Like, come on. Appreciate it, Chavez, bro. Love you, man. All right, well, I'll let you go because it's about to end anyways. Uh, appreciate you have, coming on. Obviously, okay. appreciate the kind words. Oh, yeah, bro. We talk anytime. Shout out to PG Sports, man. Keep doing your thing. Shout out to all the PG Sports athletes out there. You know, keep representing. And um, like I said, bro, you know, we'll, we will talk again. Hopefully, be, hopefully, once this thing wraps up, I'll give you some more news on what's next. What are your thoughts on Devin Hannon being handed? Hey, bro, I'm out of that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're dropping the mic on that. We're, dro we're going out. We're going out like this. Hey, we're going like out said, like this. That's that's. I mean, Devin's my boy. But like I said, there's <laughs> too much going on. Peace out. Love y'all, man. Super fire. Salute. Yeah, I'll see you.